At the age of 17, I went from $0 to $70,000 net worth in only 18 months. My parents are not entrepreneurs. I don't even have a high school diploma yet at the time of recording, and I have no fancy business degree either. So I can guarantee I'm coming from a similar place you are. So here are seven lessons I've learned along the way. Number one is to implement the $0 rule. Let's say my goal is to make $10,000. Once I make that $10,000, I'm back at $0. But if I have $10,000 and $100, I only have $100. I can do anything I want with that $100, but I can't touch the $10,000. Let's use smaller numbers to give an example. Let's say my goal is to make $500. Once I make that $500, I'm back at $0. But if I have $510, I can do anything I want with that $10, but the 500 is nothing to me because that is zero in my mind, so I don't touch it, right? And this is easier for me. Like as a side note, this is easier for me because I'm 17 years old. I still live with my parents, so I have little to no expenses. The only expenses I have at the moment are to pay for softwares and stuff like that to use to run my business. The different things that I use online to run my business, the subscriptions and softwares and stuff like that. But other than that, I have an advantage because I do not need to pay for anything else like bills. I don't have kids. Like I don't have any of these things. So that's why it's so cool building as a teenager because you can leverage the fact that you live with your parents still and you can stack as much cash as possible. Right. Number two is to eliminate your limiting beliefs. 90% of this financial literacy game is all mental. So unlearn the limiting beliefs you heard growing up. You know, you hear that money doesn't grow on trees and money is, you got to be careful with money and all that sort of stuff. But repeat to yourself that money is not scarce. Money does grow on trees. Money is abundant and ever flowing to you. You need to make these like your new truths. Money is not going to knock on your door just because you're saying these affirmations over and over. But changing your mindset about money will help you act differently, even subconsciously. You won't even know it. So if you need help coming up with these different affirmations, just look up on YouTube or on Google money affirmations, positive money affirmations, and you'll find a bunch of affirmations to repeat to yourself if you feel like you're very scared about money. Number three is to focus on cash flow before you get into investing your money. A mistake a lot of people make is before they have consistent cash flow coming in, they start focusing on stocks, crypto, all this sort of stuff when it's just a bunch of noise. Focus on optimizing your current income stream before you invest into stocks, crypto, real estate, etc. And people don't get into real estate with only a couple dollars, obviously, but people mainly get into stocks and crypto with a couple dollars. They'll make pennies off of it and then they'll keep focusing on that when the highest return you can get is if you're increasing your cash flow first. You would get a greater return from stocks and crypto if you had cash flow like $10,000, $20,000 coming in every month compared to if you had $1,000 coming in and you focus on trading stocks and crypto. It's not going to work as well. So my advice is to get to a minimum of $10,000 monthly income first, and then you can invest 30% of your income every month minimum. Number four is to build in public. I knew someone would find value from my journey, so I shared everything. From day one, I documented my pro- my progress on Instagram and Twitter and even on this podcast as I'm doing it right now. All my numbers were kept transparent. The days I gained, the days I lost, like that time I lost 45 grand to a, a software. Um, and, as, and as a byproduct, I built a sizable audience. And because of that audience, I've been able to help so many people. I've been able to teach so many people, like those of you who are listening to this right now. And I've been able to make money off of my audience as well. 
um, helping these people. And also, some of you at the end of this might wonder, how did she learn so much? You know, how did she learn so much about, you know, the amount of monthly income to invest and all this sort of stuff when it comes to investing and saving your money and financial literacy? How did she learn her financial literacy? So my answer to that is because other people were building in public and I've built in public, I've been learning from other people too. I didn't know all this stuff from the get-go. These seven lessons I'm teaching you right now, I didn't know it from the get-go. I was learning it as I started stacking more money. I made mistakes with my money. I didn't know all the way to, you know, everything to do with finance. But generally, growing up, my mom always taught me to be um, smart with my money. She always taught me to be very smart with my money. And because of that, I've been conscious as I got older with the money that I've earned how to save it, invest it properly, and multiply my cash, right? Manage and multiply my cash. So I've learned all of these lessons through learning from other people. And the people, I found these people through building in public and my journey along the way. I didn't have these people readily available next to me from the start, no. It took me a year or two to finally have like a circle of people that I can learn from. And I did that by building a brand online. But anyways, for my little tangent, back to number five consume the right information. You want to spend an hour a day for two, you know, for two weeks studying. That's that's the goal. If you really want to become financially literate, spend an hour a day for two weeks studying financial literacy, dividend stocks, online businesses, index funds, investing, saving, listen to podcasts like this one, watch videos, follow financial experts. I in no means like consider myself a financial expert. I don't have any business degree or anything like that. Like I said, this is just experience, right? So you listening to this podcast is consuming the right information, right? So you know, continue doing that. Learn from other people in the space as well. Study articles, purchase courses, read ebooks. A lot of people are hesitant to invest in their knowledge, but that is the first thing I did. Even when I had no money, even when I knew nothing, I borrowed some money from my parents. They gave me. They have they didn't have much money either but they gave it to me anyway because they believed in me and I always appreciate that and they gave me the money to purchase courses and learn and I ended up paying them back but I learned I learned from these courses and that's how I got started is by investing in myself even when I wasn't sure if I was going to make it back right number six is that your environment determines how much money you make because if you surround yourself with three winners you'll be the fourth If you surround yourself with people, like five people who earn around an average of $50,000 a year, you're going to make probably $50,000 a year. Ever since I surrounded myself with people who made more money than me, that was when the, that was like the moment my, my income increased. I only was able to make so much money or a decent amount of money. I don't like to consider it so much, but a decent amount of money for my age is because I surrounded myself with not only people who were older than me, but people who are around my age who are doing better than me online. They run online businesses that earn, you know, 10,000, 20,000, 30,000, even generated like hundred thousands of dollars for their clients. And, you know, they're making that much money for themselves as well. I surround my, myself with people that I want to be like, and I end up learning from them and the energy is contagious to begin with. I end up getting on calls with them. I end up learning from them. Networking. I don't really like using the word networking, but that's generally what it's called and what it is. Um, but I leverage my network, right? Turn friendships into partnerships and into money, right? And then number seven is what gets measured gets managed. So I consider every $10,000 a milestone. So I set my net worth goals accordingly. 
For you, it might be different. You might consider every $5,000 a milestone or every $20,000 a milestone or every $1,000 a milestone or even every $100 a milestone. At first, I considered every 100 a milestone until I reached $1,000 and then every 1,000 was a milestone until I reached 10,000 and then every 10,000 is a milestone. And maybe once I reach my first six figures, I'll be able to consider every 100,000 a milestone, which would be super cool. And because I broke down my goals, it was easy to manage and grow. And I kept track of all my finances on a daily basis. And that's how I'm reaching my financial goals.